Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we take a deep dive into the immune system and immune health with Dr. Nasley. What you want to do is you want to really strengthen your innate immune system because that's the first line of defense. And if that doesn't work, then the inflammation is just going to get more and more and more to the point where, you know, you're you're getting more and more symptoms. And the symptoms are the result of inflammation. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, hey, Keto Camper. Ben Azadi here, the host of the Keto Camp podcast. Thank you for pressing play today. We are very grateful you chose us out of all the options out there. Today's a brand new episode with Dr. Nasli Latifi. She is the co-founder and, ch- and chief scientific officer at BioVanta. BioVanta makes the only healthy over-the-counter flu medicine in the marketplace using holistic ingredients. Brett and Harrison from the Meat Mafia connected us. Thank you to them. And Dr. Nasley flew from New York City to Miami to sit down at my studio to record a fantastic conversation that you are going to love. She was so much fun. So here is what we discussed today. The innate versus the adaptive immune system. You're going to hear about the dendritic cells, the first line of defense that you will find in your nasal passages, your your um, your throat, your mouth, et cetera, and how we could protect that and prevent uh, an infection, a virus, whatever it is, COVID, flu, whatever it is, getting to the cell. And if that's the first line of defense, and we'll talk about that's the, probably the best thing to do. But then what what can you do if actually those the virus, the COVID, whatever it is, enters the cell? There's things you can do with that as well. We'll discuss the dark side of the over-the-counter cold and flu medicine industry, how Tylenol destroys the liver, depleting glutathione. Uh, it's, it's, it's really funny how she goes after these companies. I personally said, I won't name them out of respect, but she named a few of them, so I love it. We'll discuss the best meal and dessert to protect your immune system. We put together the exact meal you would want to eat for a healthy immune system. I asked her the question about vitamin C and vitamin D. She shares why it could be helpful, the right source before you get sick. But once you're sick, the sign shows there's not really any benefit to vitamin C and vitamin D and a lot more. Uh, You're going to love the conversation. She is so much fun. If you want to watch the video interview from the studio here at the Keto Camp Podcast headquarters, you could go to youtube.com slash Keto Camp to watch the full interview with Dr. Nasley. You could also get her over-the-counter BioVanta products, which is the only one that's using holistic ingredients. 
biovanta.com or use the link down below in the podcast notes. And then we have a coupon code for you as well, KetoCamp, to get a nice discount. Now, you can find these products at CVS, Walgreens, Publix, most Publixes. Uh, you could find it on Amazon, but the best place, if you want to be able to find the full availability of these products is their website, and then you can use the coupon code. So many options for you. We'll talk about that, but check out the notes down below for that. I want to encourage you to leave the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review if you have not done so already, especially on Apple Podcasts. We have a goal of getting a 1,000 rating and reviews in the next few months, and we're almost there, and you could help us out with that. But even if you're listening on Spotify or whatever platform, please pause and leave the show a rating and review. I'll wait. Okay, you did it. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, without further ado, here's Dr. Nasley. Dr. Nasley is the co-founder, chief science officer at BioVanta. As a scientist pursuing her PhD in molecular neuroscience, Dr. Nasley started questioning why over-the-counter options hadn't evolved to address root causes like inflammation, which by the way, we'll talk about inflammation a lot today. This curiosity ultimately led her and her husband to create BioVanta using next-level ingredients backed by science and nature. Here's Dr. Nasley. Dr. Nasley, welcome to Miami and welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. I'm excited to be here. Thank you, Ben. You're a fellow uh, Eastern uh, Coast of uh, United States sort of person, came down from New York City. Thank you for doing that. I love the commitment. Shout out to Brett and Harrison from the Meat Mafia Podcast who connected us. And I've been using your products, BioVanta. I just took some with me during my travels in Utah. I want to talk about that. But you saw a need for this space. I want to know you and your husband saw something in this space, a void that you wanted to fill. So we're going to talk all about the immune system today, inflammation, acute versus chronic, and so much more. But let's go back to the idea and why you decided to get into this space, you and your husband. Okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me here. You don't have to pull my leg to come all the way <laughs> to <laughs> Miami when, to get some vitamin D, <laughs> which is the best way from the sun. Yeah, from New York City. So, uh, and we talked about, you know, I, I love the sun just like you. So uh, I'm glad to be here. And um, you're a very exciting speaker. So I'm happy to thank you for having me. Thank you. And yes, shout out to um, Brett and Harrison, two very good friends of both of ours. So yeah, how I got into this. Well, I actually, I uh, did my PhD um, in uh, molecular neuroscience and I was studying adhesion molecules, which are basically signaling molecules between cells. And they're how cells communicate and they're important in every single aspect of the body, not only the immune system, but the, the nervous system, which I was studying at the time, um, the skin, you know, all over. We have signaling molecules and that's how our cells communicate. And um, in my uh, research, I discovered that there were some of these adhesion molecules that were responsible and, uh, for viruses getting into cells. So they were like the doorway that viruses use to get into cells. And I thought that was really interesting because I always, you know, thought that it's really interesting to make connections between, you know, disparate things. And, um, and then when you, you start drilling down into the basic science of it, it's not really that disparate. There's commonalities in a lot of things in nature. And so you know, I kept that kind of in the back of my mind. And, you know, fast forward a couple of years later, we were uh, going through one of the influenza epidemics, one of the bird flu epidemics. 
And my husband and I were thinking about, you know, there has to be a way that you can prevent yourself from getting sick. Um, and this was like way before COVID. Um, and it was way before masks were commonplace. But still, you know, the idea was there that there should be a way that we can protect ourselves. And, you know, I remembered uh, these adhesion molecules and I started looking into that. And then I um, also was really pleasantly surprised to learn that uh, we have natural defenses in our nose and throat that can protect us. And that's why some people are more prone to getting sick than others. So initially, you know, our idea was to make an antiviral that would protect us. And those are still in development at our company. But then as we started researching more and more into it and the symptoms that cause sickness, Biovanta came about. And um, we'll talk all about that as well, because that involves inflammation and the whole cold and flu industry and how they're doing mm -hmm. it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that was basically our jumping off point. So, so you mentioned that we have these entryways, the nasal passage, the throat passage, which part of the immune system is responsible for that entryway? Yeah. So there's entryways in terms of into our bodies as a whole, which are the nasal passages and the mouth, but there's also entryways in the cells mm. for the viruses to get in. And those are the molecules that they use as receptors. So we've heard of the ACE2 receptor for COVID. Yeah. There are other receptors for influenza and rhinovirus, which causes a common cold. So every single virus that's going to make you sick, the first thing it has to do is bind to a receptor and get inside the cell where it can start multiplying. And that starts the process of you getting sick. But if it could never enter the cell in the first place, it would never infect and you wouldn't get sick. So the goal is to stop it before it even gets to the cell. And enters the cell. Yes. And that would be taking care of those passageways. Yes, it would that'd, be. That would be part of it. Yeah, it would be part of it for sure. Yeah. So if you wear a mask, you're essentially, you know, preventing it from getting in your nose. But if you have something else, you know, that you can use in your nose and throat to boost, you know, your body's defense, then all the better. And I mean, you can use that instead of a mask or with a mask or however you choose. But, um, yeah, we do have natural defenses that our body used to intercept the virus before it can bind on the, to those receptors. And what we do with Biovanta and with our other products that, we're, that are in development is we help the body build up its defenses to do that. So with what's happening out there in the over-the-counter over flu and cold medicine, what are some of the dark secrets out there that you've seen that you wanted to develop a solution to that with BioVanta. What are people doing unknowingly probably when they take these standard over-the-counter cold and flu remedies? So these standard over-the-counter cold and flu remedies have been grandfathered in the regulatory landscape of the FDA since the 1950s. And when they were developed, um, you know, we didn't know any better. And you know, to put it in perspective, DNA wasn't even discovered yet. So we didn't know about really about genes or anything. And, you know, people just knew that they took this, these things, you know, these common ingredients are dextromethorphan, uh, guaifenesin, 
pseudoephedrine, uh, phenylephrine, which recently just got banned, actually. Oh, did it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's caused a huge stir. But even so, people still want it. I have no idea why. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so they got grandfathered, and then the FDA allowed them to make certain claims, which, you know, are in bold letters on their box. Cold and flu symptoms, relief, you know, and people see that and they think, okay, it must work. But, you know, the regulatory landscape is very slow. And science is slow too, but science is faster in the regulatory <laughs> landscape, believe it or not. And so the science is, is out there that these things don't work. They've been studied, you know, for decades in randomized clinical trials and they don't work. When you test them in scientific studies, most of them don't even lower symptoms that they say that they lower, but they don't uh, reduce the duration of sickness either. So, you know, this has been known for a very long time. So something new is needed and um, that's what we're hoping to do. So the, they, they don't work is what you're saying. So I don't know if I'm allowed, if you want me to say that certain products out there, maybe I won't list the certain brands, but when they're going to Walgreens, going to CVS, going to whatever pharmacy, supermarket, Publix, et cetera, and they see this certain brand, cold and flu relief uh, symptoms, you will get a relief from your symptoms, whatever claims they're making. You're saying the majority of these claims are false. Like when you actually test them out, you're not getting those benefits. It's just the facade and they're still catching up with this eventually they'll catch up and they'll, you'll see that it's a facade, that the, the regulations will, will catch up with what's going on here. Yeah. And that's a, I, I realize it's a bold statement. So I'm going to give you a little more detail. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, please. And then, you know, people can do their research and see that I'm not, you know, I'm not making it up. Okay. So uh, if you just Google dextromethorphan clinical trials, they'll, they'll come up or same thing, guaifenesin, which is the main ingredient in mucinex clinical trials. You'll see. So immediately when you take these things, you will feel something. So you'll like with um, guaifenesin, for example, people use it as a decongestant. Immediately, you know, your nose will, you know, start running. You'll be able to blow your nose more easily, but then you're going to have a rebound effect. And long-term, if you study this during the course of a day, even one day or multiple days, And it's been studied in clinical trials where, you know, doctors or nurses took the weight of the mucus amount that was released by people after they were taking guaifenesin or a placebo, and there was no difference. There's no difference in what they call sputum volume, Mm. you know, with these drugs. It just immediately has an effect, but then, you know, it doesn't do anything. There's a rebound. That's because it doesn't address the underlying inflammation. So what happens when you get congested is that you have an inflammatory reaction that your body is actually, it's protective. Your body's trying to protect you from the virus infecting or, or the virus has already infected, but it's trying to protect you from more viruses getting into the cells. So it's uh, secreting mucus, which has very powerful molecules such as lactoferrin and lysozyme, which are two molecules that we have in our product that are there to intercept um, intercept the virus. So this is your body's way of protecting itself. Sometimes the inflammation might be, you know, too much, but then your body will naturally adjust. But the definite thing is it's not good to take 
bifenacin. It's already been shown that it doesn't work and it doesn't do anything to the inflammation. Um, and that, that yeah. one's in Mucinex, you said? Yeah. Hmm. Call it on Mucinex, do better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's take a break from the conversation and share something real quick. For those doing keto, it is very important to understand that just because a keto recipe says it's keto-friendly does not make it health-friendly. There are certain oils, there are certain vegetables, there are certain nuts and seeds and dairy that are actually all keto-friendly, but highly, highly inflammatory. So I needed to solve this problem for myself and for you and the world, and we put together this Keto Recipe of the Week program, and you could rest assured that these recipes contain no seed oils, no high plant toxin foods, no dairy that's going to cause inflammation. They are protein-focused, formulated to get you into ketosis, keep you into ketosis, help your body shift into fat-burning mode, help your body produce ketones and use ketones. And above all of that, they're easy to make, they taste damn good, and we're giving this away at a very uh, highly discounted price with over 400 bucks in free digital downloads. The Keto Recipe of the Week program has two options right now, $9.97 per month, cancel anytime, 30-day money-back guarantee, or an annual membership, discounted 20% additional. You get all that, plus the bonuses. Head over to ketocamprecipes.com to learn more. And look, 30 days money-back guarantee. If this isn't the greatest keto recipe program you've ever been a part of, we'll give you your money back. You can keep all the bonuses, and there's really nothing to lose except body fat, and, and inflammation. So I hope you love the recipes. Head to the link in the podcast notes down below, ketocamprecipes.com. All right, let's get back to the conversation. I want to understand, I want my audience to understand more regarding the immune system and the innate versus the adaptive immune system. So I'd love for you to get into that. Yeah, sure. Can I just say one more thing about another ingredient? Though, yeah, please that. call them out. <laughs> okay. Call them out. If you have more, expose them. Do it, Dr. Nasley. Another thing I want to talk about is uh, acetaminophen, which is in Tylenol. So people, and you know, the ironic thing is that it's in a lot of cold products. Yes. People often associate it with fever. So yes, it will reduce your fever, but it, it also, acetaminophen has no anti-inflammatory properties whatsoever. And in fact it will actually deplete glutathione levels in your liver. So Tylenol is doing that. Yeah, Tylenol is doing that. <sighs> I and, knew it was destroying the liver. I didn't know it was depleting glutathione to that level. Yeah, and you need these antioxidants to help you get better. So, To your point, that's the master antioxidant, glutathione. Yes. So now getting into the innate and adaptive immune system. So that's all related to inflammation um, as well, because inflammation is a tiered system. So first, you know, if your body senses a threat, you need a little bit of inflammation to... Inflammation is your body's way of protecting itself. It's, it's saying, okay, we need, we need help here. We need to contain, you know, one virus, has, one cell has been infected. We need to contain it. We need to stop it from spreading. So it sends in immune cells, which the way that it sends in the immune cells is with inflammation. Inflammation is cytokine signals that it sends to, uh, that help the immune cells get in. Are, de are the dendritic cells one of, one of the first line of cells that are sent? Yes, exactly right. Yes. And the dendritic cells line your nose and throat. And so they're one of the first responders 
And what you want to do is you want to really strengthen your innate immune system because that's the first line of defense. And if that doesn't work, then the inflammation is just going to get more and more and more to the point where, you know, you're, you're getting more and more symptoms and the symptoms are the result of inflammation. So you want to keep the inflammation to a minimum, but you want to keep your body's response to a maximum. So it's really like a fine tuned thing. Yeah. And so the adaptive immune system is more kicks in later and that's, that involves antibodies. So when you get vaccines, they boost your adaptive immune system because they teach your body to make antibodies to that specific virus. The thing with that is that it kicks in a few days to a week after you're already sick. So that's the reason that people can get vaccines and still get sick. They probably won't get as critically sick because the antibodies are there, but they still will get sick, at least mild symptoms. So can the body create those antibodies without getting vaccinated? Yes. Yes, sure. The, the vaccines just speed up the process. But, you know, the key, I think, is really the, to strengthen the first response, which is the innate immune response. And um, that's what Biovanta does. That, that is it, right? That's, that's the goal. If you could strengthen that first line of defense, those dendritic cells, the innate immune system, you don't have to worry about the other stuff that you just spoke about. Now, right. if you happen to get to that point, it's important to understand what you just said. Hey, when was the last time you bit into a juicy burger or a perfectly cooked steak and thought to yourself, this is the best thing I've ever tasted? If it's been a while, it's probably because most meat products are conventionally raised, which not only affects the flavor profile, but significantly diminishes the beneficial nutrients and minerals. And believe it or not, even products that are labeled as grass-fed or ethically raised to make you think they're high quality are often finished on grain or in factory farms, which is why I am so excited to share something with you today that will not only help you avoid the hormones, antibiotics, and pesticide residues that diminish the taste of conventionally raised meat, but can also save you nearly $1,000 over the next year on your grocery bill. And the best part, this may be the best tasting thing you've had in a long time. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about Wild Pastures Meat Delivery. They provide the highest quality meats from small, regenerative, family-run farms here in the United States that prioritize sustainability and animal welfare. Their beef is 100% grass-fed. Their pork and poultry are pasture-raised, something you won't find anywhere in the grocery store, resulting in meats that are not only healthier for you, but also better for the environment. One of the reasons why me and my fiance Natasia loves wild pastures is that we can opt out out of supporting harmful conventional farming practices and instead support small family-run farms without spending a fortune. And the convenience doesn't stop there. They offer delivery straight to your door so you can enjoy delicious, high-quality meats without even leaving your house. No matter where you are in the lower 48 states, Wild Pastures has got you covered. Not only is this the most convenient way to get your meat products, but Wild Pasture meats are better for you nutritionally and they're higher in the total nutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, key fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, proteins, and amino acids. And today, for keto campers, for a limited time, you can get 20% off every box plus free shipping for life and 
$15 off your first box. This is a crazy deal, and I hope you take advantage of it. So make the switch to Wild Pastures today and save nearly $1,000 on your grocery bill while feeling healthier and enjoying the best tasting meats of your life. All you need to do is go to the link in the podcast notes down below. Everything is already applied. All you got to do is click that link, customize your order, and you'll have some delicious, healthy tasting meats very soon. Head to the podcast notes down below, click the link, enjoy your wild pastures. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. So Biovanta, let's talk about this. Then I want to get into some mistakes people make with the immune system and some other cool stuff. Mm-hmm. You um, sent me a whole bunch of this, the, your products. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, holding it up here, I have a whole bunch of them. Dr. Nasley, I just traveled to Park City, as you know, a few days ago. Yeah, I saw that. I was hanging out with Dr. Pampa, and I knew it was going to be cold. And I knew that it was going to be a really busy week with a lot of speaking. And I got back, and I knew I was speaking. I was at a different conference this weekend here in Miami. So I knew I, I wanted to take care of that first line of defense, that innate immune system. So I took your products with me and I had the lozenges, which I think is right here. These are lozenges that I just took on the airplane with me. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to just pop one right now. So I wanted to take care of this mucosal barrier, this innate immune system. So I took this with me. I took your other products with me. I took the spray, which is uh, an immune supporting spray. And I did pretty good. I didn't get sick um, at a time. Yesterday, actually, I woke up and I looked at my aura ring and it showed that my heart rate variability was down and my resting heart rate was up and my body temperature was up a little bit. I'm like, uh-oh, is this is it catching up to me? So I just kept taking your products and I woke up this morning and all my stuff went back to normal. So your products made a difference for me. And I want you to share a little bit more about the different things I have here and um, where they can get it because I know it's all over the place too. Okay, yeah. So I'm really glad it helped you. We actually did a clinical trial on our product, which hopefully is going to be published soon. We've submitted it for peer review. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad it helped you. I'm not surprised (laughs) (laughs) Um, because we've been researching it for 10 years and um, we have those natural molecules, lysozyme and lactoferrin, as well as menthol and aloe vera. And it's a unique formula that works together. Um, and by the way, I had Dr. Pamba do the spray mm-hmm. and he actually liked it. He liked the menthol, the the winter green, the way that it tasted. I liked it too. I, I liked the way this tasted. He liked it too. Just wanted to share that with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. So we have the immunity line, which you just opened and that's more like a protective, you know, early uh, phase. If, you, if you're feeling like initial symptoms, take that. Can you also take, sorry to cut you off, but can you also take it even if you don't feel symptoms just as a... Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, yeah, I was just going to say that, yes. Prophylactically, okay. And um, it's just a general anti-inflammatory. So, you know, you never know when you have too much inflammation and it's good to just keep on top of it, to keep taking it. Like when you travel. Yeah, like when you travel, um, uh, even if you don't feel anything, it's, it's a daily, you know, it's completely like a daily supplement type of thing. But if you do get sick, it's also powerful enough to help you. Uh, and then, so that's the immunity line. And then we have another line, which right now it's called the new and improved line, but we're probably going to change the name to call, to call it like a more of a multi-symptom relief. But it's more if you start to get more actively sick and you start to feel like, okay, maybe I'm going to 
get a headache or a fever or something, you know, so it's, it's more of a, a more systemic because it has a natural aspirin as well. There's a natural aspirin tablet, which aspirin is actually uh, anti-inflammatory, which is why we use it. And it's naturally derived and aspirin works exactly on the specific inflammatory pathway that causes cold and flu symptoms. Hmm. So that's why we, um, yeah. And so uh, plants actually make aspirin as an antiviral defense. Do they? Yeah. What's the amount of aspirin in, in that product? So the, uh, this product has, I believe, 325 milligrams in each tablet, which is a fairly low dose. Yeah. Um, because we, we did a, um, a scientific study, and it was actually uh, published in a peer-reviewed journal, that if you make the aspirin dose too high, then um, you actually increase inflammation. So interesting. So that's a, a small amount where you're not getting the increase of in, of inflammation. Yeah. Does does aspirin also help with vasodilation? Do you know anything about that? I don't. I don't think so. I think though it does act on the platelets. So it does. Yeah. Yeah. So your red blood cells helps them uh, flow better, and also it is protective for colon cancer as well. There's a lot of really cool uses for aspirin, especially at low doses. Then you have the spray. I like this one because when I went to the conference over the weekend, also when I traveled with it, I just pull it out and just spray it down my throat. So talk about this one here. Yeah, so that has our immune complex, uh, lysine, lactoferrin, aloe, as well as wintergreen oil and menthol. The wintergreen oil and menthol have... So they have like vapor compounds that you can actually inhale too, even though you're, you're spraying it in your nose and throat, which is also helpful. There is some research that they actually, there are receptors for uh, these vaporized compounds that can help boost your immunity as well. But the key really is, is in our complex, the lysozyme, lactoferrin, and aloe, uh, which we studied in our laboratories for many, many years. So they basically you know, like the dendritic cells and the other cells lining your, and your macrophages, um, they help boost your immunity and your first line of defense in that, re- that respect. The, the, the clinical study that you have coming out, can you share a little bit about the details of it? I know you can't give away everything yet, but could you just share a little bit about what you're doing with the study? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, so it's very exciting. We had very exciting results. By the second day, people saw marked reduction in symptoms more than uh, 60%. These are people uh, that were actively fighting something. Yeah, yeah. So they were actively sick. Um, they were volunteers and uh, we reached out to them on social media and they responded that they were active, actively sick. And um, it was a double-blind placebo-controlled trial. So they didn't know what they were getting. Everything looked the same. If it was placebo or treatment, the doctors didn't even know what the people were getting. And so, um, yeah, we were really um, taken aback and how powerfully it worked. And nothing has been shown to work nearly as well. Even ibuprofen, which is the closest thing, it's been studied and I think it decreased symptoms by 30% or so. 
So our decrease in symptoms was was pretty remarkable. That is remarkable. Yeah, I can't wait to see when that comes out. You said about 60% on day two? Yes. Huh. Interesting. Okay, so the, the products are called BioVanta, B-I-O-V-A-N-T-A. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, we're going to drop a link for you to get it on their website. The good thing about getting it on their website is that you could find all the availability of the different products she mentioned and other ones as well. Plus, we have a coupon code for you, which is KetoCamp. We'll reference down below. But outside of that, they're also available all over the place. And I know Publix, uh, I'm a South Floridian guy and I love Publix. They're in 700 plus Publixes, correct? Yep. Yep. 700 plus Publix. Out of, uh, of like a thousand something Publix. So the majority of the Publixes have it. Biovanta. Yeah. So they're like something like 1,100 or so Publix. And uh, we're in about 700 of them. It's fantastic. Any other like major retail stores? Uh, yes. We're also in CVS, Walgreens, Mother's Market, and um, some others. But the best way to get our products is on the website um, because we control the delivery process. And uh, we're also sold on Amazon. But, you know, the sometimes the stores run out of stock uh, and we're not in every single store. So that frustrates people sometimes. But, you know, given that you can take these every day and you should and, you know, inflammation is a problem no matter what, uh, you know, we just we really encourage that, you know, you should try it and just have it on hand. There's many ways to get it. Look, I, I think it's important to just have it on on stock, like in your in your cabinet, mm -hmm. just because you don't want to wait to get sick to start looking for things to buy. You'll end up probably buying something unhealthy for you. So if you do happen to go to CVS or Publix and they have this, like go get it, but definitely go online and look at their products and just stock up on that. And if you travel, take it with you. Like whenever I try, I'm going to Tennessee in two weeks, I'm going to take some more with me. Whenever you're going to be at a conference where a lot of people are there and you want to just support the immune system, take it with you. On the note of the immune system, I hear a lot of people saying, you want to boost your immune system, boost your immune system. And is that actually true? Do we want to boost the immune system or do we want to balance and support it? What is a better way to understand this? Yeah, uh, I think a better way is to definitely balance and support it. But when we're talking about the innate immune system, we definitely want to boost it. Mm. And um, I think... When people talk about boosting the immune system, they really are talking about the innate immune system because there is no way to like say, okay, let me boost my antibody production. I mean, the only really way to do that is a vaccine, right? So, which, you know, we already know, but when people say, okay, boost my immune system, like with supplements and things like that, they're really talking about the innate immune system. They're really talking about the dendritic cells, you know, your first line of defense, because they don't really want to get sick to begin with, right? Makes sense. So now let me ask you a follow-up question to that. If that is the case, you know, taking these supplements, doing different things to boost the immune system, the innate response, is that something we want to do all the time? Or is it better to kind of do it cyclically, kind of, kind of take the foot off the pedal and then put it back? And Because do we always want to be boosting that innate immune system? I think we do. Um, because we do. Yeah, I think we do. Because it's always working no matter what. Like with Biovanta, for example, it's boosting your innate immune system, but you're still being exposed. It's, it's important to like be, you know, be exposed to, you know, some degree to pathogens and stuff so that your immune system can, you know, keep working. Because otherwise, you know, according to the hygiene hypothesis, you know, you'll, you're more likely to get allergies or, you know, you won't be 
um, it won't be as primed. So you don't want to live in a bubble, is what you're you saying. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to. Don't live be in the a bubble boy, <laughs> like in uh, <laughs> Seinfeld. Remember Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah. Bubble boy. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, yeah. so you always want to, you always want to expose yourself to the outside world that builds immunity, and you're okay with taking something that boosts the immune system every day. I'm always a fan of just cyclical things where some days you take it, some days you don't. I like to kind of take the foot off the pedal sometimes. Yeah, I do that too. I do that too with my supplements Okay, actually as well. Me yeah. Too. yeah. But it is safe enough to take every day, but it's not going to complete. It's not like being in a bubble or like wearing a mask where it, cause yeah. so the analogy I like to use is, uh, you know, people, let's say with COVID, the people that, you know, were asymptomatic as they called it, they were exposed to COVID. They just didn't exhibit symptoms. And that's a that's a great example of their innate immune system. So they were exposed to the virus. But it they, never got to the cell. They made antibodies, but it, it never got to the point of like full-blown symptoms. So. Have you had COVID? Uh, I did twice, yeah. Me too, twice. How did it go for you? Um, well, the second time was pretty horrible because I was in Alaska for a wedding. And, uh, Ooh. Yeah, and I was on a plane coming home. Oh, no. <laughs> so it was just not a pleasant experience. But the first time was okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the second time was worse, especially when you're traveling. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah I got it twice, too. First time was, first time was okay as well. Second time was worse for me. I got it, and then I, get, I actually got it from Dr. Pompa. <laughs> oh, really? I was in Utah. This is a couple years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I was in Utah, and he had it. We were at a mastermind. He gave it to me, traveled back home. Actually got it right when we got back home. I started to get symptoms and then I gave it to Natasha. But I didn't have BioVenta at that time. So I had some supplements that I took, you know, like high dose vitamin C to tolerance and different things. But I got a really high fever. Uh, my fever actually went to 104.5, oh um, which is very high. Probably shouldn't have just let it ride out, but I did for a day was at that, that was that high. And then my body regulated itself. But I, I would say I was banged up for four days. And after on day five, I was back to normal, but it was pretty rough for four days for me. But I, I always, I'm always a believer of the innate intelligence and letting it do its thing. Now I understand a really high fever is really dangerous. Like, don't get me wrong. I chose to write it out. I'm not giving you permission to do the same. I think I would have probably been better off if I had your products, but you know, I, I always think the body's well equipped to handle things as long as we live a healthy lifestyle that doesn't incorporate all these inflammatory things. I don't know what your thought process is on that, but that's the way I usually look at it. Yeah. I recently did a podcast with Dr. Phil Ovedia and we talked about- I love Phil. Yeah. He's actually coming back here in uh, April. We got him here, coming here. Oh, very He's going to cool. be sitting right there where you are. Very cool. <laughs> and we talked about fever and uh, he said that um, they don't even, uh, he was taught in medical school, not even to treat fever until it's 101. Yeah. So, I mean, again, not medical advice. Yeah. But, we're not you know telling what I mean? you what to do. This, uh, this is just opinion here. But he is a medical doctor. And, um, that's right. And if you do take something in fever, that's, that's why we put the aspirin in the, in the BioVanta drug line. So this, this new and improved BioVanta, which has the aspirin is classified as an over-the-counter drug because of the aspirin. Um, and that's why we chose to use aspirin is because it's a fever reducer, but it's also anti-inflammatory. So you need both. And like going back to Tylenol, if you have a fever and you have a cold, you don't want to take Tylenol because that's one time that you definitely do not want to deplete your glutathione. You mm. want to keep your glutathione because you need those antioxidants. You need the repair molecules. So you have the inflammation that your body 
goes through to protect you and to get the immune cells activated because you need inflammation for immune activation, but then you also need repair. And so you need the glutathione and the antioxidants for repair because once you damage yourself, you need repair, just like exercise. You know, you'll, you exercise and your body needs to repair. Same thing when it's fighting an infection, it needs to damage the infected cells, but then it needs to repair. So aspirin is, you know, just has that fine balance, especially when it's paired with the immune spray and lozenges, which have the immune complex, which strengthen the respiratory barrier because the respiratory barrier is where it's all happening. That's where the infected cells are. And those are the, those, um, those resident immune cells, the dendritic cells and macrophages is what you need to strengthen. Damn. So people taking Tylenol, they're depleting their glutathione and they're making themselves worse. Ah, don't do it. This is not medical advice, but don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> hey, Keto Camper. There's something that I do every single day to supercharge my mitochondria to help with inflammation and soreness from a workout. And that is the use of red light therapy. This is called photobiomodulation. And there's a ton of research that shows the benefits of near-infrared and red light therapy. The red light therapy that I use is from Bon Charge. I simply use it 10 to 20 minutes per day. It has both near-infrared and red light. And every single day when I use this, I feel ready to take on my day. So whether you're dealing with gut pain, joint inflammation, or you want to just supercharge your mitochondria, get your hands on a quality red light therapy device. And I highly recommend the one from Bond Charge. They hooked you all up for being a KetoCamp podcast listener with a 15% off coupon code. All you need to do, check out this product and all the wonderful products they have available is to go to bondcharge.com slash KetoCamp and use the coupon code KetoCamp at checkout to save 15% off your order. We will drop that link and coupon code in the podcast notes. Go check it out. And let's get right back to this episode. So, you know, you're referring to good inflammation. You call it like the resolving factors that take place after that initial inflammatory response. And let's talk more about inflammation. I think a lot of people don't really understand that inflammation can be really beneficial when your body adapts to it. This is called hormesis, right? The principle of hormesis, the principle of adaptation, and I think a lot of people violate this principle and like the biohacking space, Dr. Nasley. We know that things like fasting, a cold therapy, like the cold plunging, red light therapy, sauna, these are all eliciting an inflammatory response. They're igniting an, an inflammatory response, but then your body adapts to it, these resolving factors you talk, to, talk about, and you get stronger and healthier unless you do too much fasting, you do too much cold plunge, you do too much sauna, whatever it is. So I'd love for you to share a little bit more about your your thought process behind inflammation and why it's not always a bad thing. Yeah, so I actually took a spinning class for a while and uh, I wish I could give a shout out to the instructor, um, but right now I'm forgetting his name because <laughs> it was like before COVID and all these things happened. But he would really give, uh, he was really, 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 intelligent on, you know, wellness and overall health and everything. And he would give advice during the spin class. And at that time, like at one point I was really doing hardcore, you know, spinning and high intensity interval training, like multiple times a week, you know, like three, four times a week. And, um, you know, he, he really went through the whole mechanism of, of this whole repair and why, you know, he's like, if you guys are going this hard, more than once or twice a week, you're not going to see benefits. You're doing too much. What a smart guy. Yeah. He would go through like 
the heart rate and how, you know, you know, the VO2 max and how if you're doing it right, you can only sustain it for like, I think it's like five to eight minutes or something. And, you know, he would, he would really encourage you to go hardcore, but he would say like, you shouldn't be able, if you, if you're sustaining it for too long, then you're not going hard enough and you should only go this hard once or twice a week. You don't need it more than that. And that's exactly right. I mean, it just makes, it made intuitive sense to me. And then I researched it and it was, was, it's totally true. I mean, because your body needs time to repair, otherwise going through too much stress. And, and um, something I talked about when I was on with Brett and Harry is we talked about marathon runners, how they tend to get sick. Yeah. Yeah. After, after a marathon. And um, I mean, that's it. Too much inflammation weakened the immune system. Yeah. Same thing with cold exposure. People will do too much, get sick too. Oh, wow. I had um, Dr. Rob, I, I was speaking with him over the weekend and he told me he had three patients in the last 90 days that suffered a stroke from too much cold exposure. Three patients. It's That's just crazy. And I'm not saying cold exposure is bad. I'm not saying, right. we're not saying running is bad or cycling is bad. We're saying there's a sweet spot for it. To your point, to that guy's point, the instructor. Like if you're going to go really hard and create that inflammatory response, that should be short term. And then you want enough time to recover. I used to own a CrossFit gym here in Miami many years ago. And I saw the same thing. People coming in and doing CrossFit workouts seven days a week. And I was like, that's not going to be beneficial. Um, you want time to recover and repair, which is what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I actually scaled down my workouts and um, I, I haven't gained weight, anything. You I have mean, not gained weight. I have not gained saying. weight. Yeah. Like I, I, actually, I lost weight. Because at some, at some point, like, when I found that when I work out too much, I actually gain weight. Cause it's like, it, you know, your body puts on fat to protect itself, right? It's a protective mechanism. If you're feeling good and not stressed, you know, I think like putting on fat is a stress response, right? So if your body's feeling good and not stressed, then, you know, you'll be more relaxed. Maybe, you know, like some, some people just need to scale down. Most people do, especially in the biohacking space. One of the things I teach my students, my Keto Camp Academy students is to, of course, pay attention to how you feel the rest of the day after like a stressor like that, whether it's cold plunge or exercise, whatever it is. How do you feel the rest of the day? How did you sleep that night? But also track heart rate variability. Like I track it with my aura ring, but heart rate variability is a good gauge to see how well your nervous system is adapting to the sympathetic stress, how well you're balancing out with the parasympathetic. And if you get your average heart rate variability, and you see it declining, that means you're doing too much, too much stress. You want to see that increase over time. So if you have a day where you wake up and you see an above average heart rate variability, that's a good day to push it in the cycling class. It's a good day to do your cold plunge, whatever, whatever stressor it is. But HRV is a great gauge for that. Yeah, I want to get an aura ring or start tracking with an Apple you would Watch love or it. something. Yeah, I, I definitely want to start doing that. Um, it's definitely on my, on my to-do list. Yeah, definitely get an aura ring. It's, it's fun. Have you ever felt off during your keto journey or carnivore journey? Maybe you experienced a headache, some fatigue, pesky cravings. This can happen when your body loses vital minerals, especially when following a keto diet. Here's what happens. When you lower insulin on keto and carnivore and fasting, you shed excess body weight. This is fantastic because you look lighter and feel lighter. However, you lose essential minerals like potassium, sodium, and magnesium. That's where B-Mineral steps in. It's a full-spectrum, concentrated electrolyte and mineral supplement that gives you all the essentials your body needs. 
B-mineral products are the perfect support for anyone doing keto, carnivore, and fasting. It does not break your fast. It does not contain any anti-nutrients, so it is carnivore-friendly. It tastes just like water. It helps to keep your carb cravings at bay and to keep you in this fat-adapted state we love called ketosis. I love this product. I drink it daily. I give it to my dog as well. So give B Minerals a try today for an enhanced keto, carnivore, and fasting experience. Head over to beamminerals.com and use the coupon code AZADI, which is my last name, A-Z-A-D-I, for a special discount. That is beamminerals.com, B-E-A-M-M-I-N-E-R-A-L-S.com. Coupon code AZADI. We'll put that down below in the podcast notes. All right, let's get back to this interview. All right, I have some more questions for you. I want to ask you a few things about uh, the, the biggest mistakes people make, the five biggest mistakes people make when trying to improve their immune system. What are the mistakes people are making? I think the, some of the biggest mistakes people are making when they're trying to improve their immune system is by not really having a balance. Um, you know, like we just we, what we discussed, because I think when you think about your immune system, you kind of have to think about your daily habits because it's, you know, it's, it's something that your body is calibrating. And so when you're faced with a threat, your body is calibrating, how do I respond to this threat? So it needs to be in a state, you know, a healthful state to begin with. But did you have any particular questions, like I mean, particular examples of what people do? Like, well, one of them is definitely getting Tylenol. Don't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely don't get, don't, don't get Tylenol. And what else do you think people? So what about the factor of mental stress when it comes to the immune system? Are people not aware of how powerful mental stress could, could be to influence the yeah, immune system? Yeah, I think so. Because so uh, when you have mental stress, you have a lot of cortisol. Mm. And cortisol is highly inflammatory and it also hijacks your immune system. So it's definitely something that is going to be detrimental. Also, you know, just on, along the lines of stress, I mean, if you're stressed out about your immune system, I mean, that's stress, right? That's true. <laughs> don't stress about so, your, the stress of your immune system. Yeah, so don't stress. Just do the best you can. And, um, you know, I mean, it's inevitable. Like, we're, we're, we're going to get sick, right? Seeing people that try to, like, create a bubble for themselves in life, it's just not... It's not going to work. It's yeah. not going to work. I mean, isn't it important to even like, I, I remember interviewing Dr. Lori Bouchard. She uh, focuses on cancer, which is a book about breast cancer. She actually likes when people get sick once or twice every year or so, because it gives the immune system something to work on. Now, she's not saying you should get destroyed from feeling sick, but having something that makes your immune system go to work, she thinks is important for preventing cancer. At least that's her opinion. What are your thoughts on the relationship between getting sick once a year or once every other year as it helps the immune system just function better. Um, I definitely agree with that. You do? Yeah. It totally, makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, because I mean, you're, you need to sort of like, for lack of a better word, exercise your immune system. I mean, right? It needs to yeah. like kind of be primed. Got to get uh, those dendritic cells to work. Exactly. The generals. Exactly. <laughs> <Get them> working. <laughs> the first line of defense, yes. So yeah, the hy hygiene hypothesis, you know, people are raised in too much of a sterile environment, then, you know, they're more prone to get allergies. So, yeah, I mean, there's two types of immunity. Scientists, immunologists call it Th1 and Th2. 
And um, the Th1 immunity is more, um, it evolved to deal with intracellular pathogens like viruses and bacteria. And the Th2 evolved to deal with parasites, so extracellular pathogens. So if you, if you imagine like, you know, you're infected with a parasite, your body wants to kind of wall off that parasite. So for example, like eczema um, is an example of Th2 or asthma mm. overactivity. Um, in the um, respiratory tract because it's trying to wall off. But they also sort of uh, balance each other out so that you do need the TH2 because it also helps to repair the damage from the TH1. So when you first get like a virus, you're going to have damage because your body's trying to isolate those cells or kill the cells that have been infected. But then the TH2 comes in to repair that damage. And so... Yeah. So you always need to have this balance. And so people that are raised in too much of a hygienic environment or worry too much about being sterile, which I, that that's the biggest mistake I would say to answer your question about mistakes people make um, is to be overly sterile is then you're, you're going into more of a TH2 with your immune system and you're going to be more prone to getting allergies. So, so is that to give an example for my audience, is that somebody who's like, constantly using Lysol, antibacteria, hand wash, like nonstop. They're not outside. They're not allowing themselves to get exposed to anything. That sort of person? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that sort of person. Uh, yeah. So you see pets are really good because they go and they walk around everywhere mm -hmm. and, you know, that's and true. so they expose you to a good level, um, you know, of things that you need. And so you heard you it? Have, have pets have less al allergies. You even, heard it except, here. Except if you're allergic to the fur. Yeah, that's yeah. a different story. But you heard it here from Dr. Nasley. Pets help with the immune system. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense too, not just outside of what you just shared about them bringing in stuff from the environment and helping, you know, with the immune system. But the fact that like having a pet lower stress, yes. having a pet yes. boost oxytocin. Like yes. you just said, yes. cortisol yes. destroys the immune system. It really yes. does. Yes. You know who Dr. Bruce Lipton is? Are you familiar with his work? Um, uh, biology yes, of Belief. Uh -huh. So I had him on my podcast, I don't know, three or four years ago. And we were talking about the immune system. And he was making the reference that one of the quickest ways to lower immunity is to be in a stressful, fearful state. And he made the analogy, the comparison of individuals who are getting a, a kidney transplant. And right before that procedure, the surgeon who's about to perform that procedure of, uh, you know, giving that person a new kidney, they inject the patient with stress hormones because it, it really completely like lowers their immune system so they could accept that foreign object, which is the kidney, right? So you oh, made the example that wow. when you live in stress, it's essentially the same thing. You're like taking the injection of cortisol, lowering the immune system, and it just destroys, it just causes your immune system to go to sleep. So uh, to your point, like cortisol, mental stress, living in fear, that's not going to help your immune system. It's doing the complete opposite. Yeah. So I, I think we just got to answer the biggest mistake is living in fear, having all the Lysol, spraying everything, <laughs> <laughs> too much hand sanitizer. You know, I mean, a little bit's okay. A little bit's okay. Find a balance that works for you. Don't live in a bubble. Don't be that kid from Seinfeld. Don't be him. Uh, what about vitamin C? You know, I have... I have people who think vitamin C, I know there's ascorbic acid, then there's real whole food source vitamin C, like Camu Camu. But what are, what are your thoughts on vitamin C as it relates to the immune system? Pros, cons? I, mean? I, I love vitamin C. Okay. And you know, I get my vitamin C from kiwis. Mm. <laughs> 
Uh, do you eat the skin? Oranges. Do you eat the skin of the kiwis too? Uh, no, okay. uh, I've heard that do. my husband does. Uh, I don't. I don't. But okay. I heard that it it has many other things. I think vitamin C is amazing. I but I think it's best to get it from food because it's way better absorbed from food. It's one of those things that um, you know that. I don't know. We know that it's really better absorbed with food, but also, I mean, if you want to take supplements, that's fine, but just make it part of your daily routine. Cause it's also been studied in clinical trials and, uh, it doesn't work once you're sick. So you should Google, oh, you so, should Google so. vitamin C clinical study, <laughs> cold symptoms. And it's, it's inconclusive at best. So, so once you have your symptomatic, it doesn't matter if you take vitamin C, can it hurt you? No. I mean, but, but you're not, you're just wasting it, your money. Yeah. Or time. I mean, cause there's a lot of like fancy, you know, um, you know, formulations of vitamin, With C, vitamin C and this and that. And well, like, the, it's just, yeah, the it's, issue, it's, not, it's not proven. And the issue, I mean, I love what you said about you prefer to get it from whole food because the issue with, with most vitamin C in terms of like supplements, most of them, it contains ascorbic acid, which is the synthetic version, which is not ideal. Right. But if you get it from kiwi orange, or I like it from like camu camu, Oh, uh, that's best. Yeah, that's the highest, right? Yeah. So acerola, cherry, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's best, but I didn't know that. You want to do it prophylactically. And when you're actually symptomatic, it's not really going to matter. So do it prophylactically. So vitamin C, great. Okay, vitamin D. What about that? Vitamin D uh, is a little bit different because it takes... So vitamin C is water soluble. So, you know, when you take it, it'll get absorbed, but still it's not going to help you when you're sick. But vitamin D is more, it's fat soluble. It's something that it's going to take a while to get into your body. So that's even more of a reason to, you just need to take it long-term. And um, I mean, the best way to get it is from the sun or from actually animal fats. So there's a theory, and I think there's a lot of evidence for it actually too, that the reason that, you know, our immunity is going down and, uh, you know, we have inflammation and all that. One of the reasons is that people are eating less animal fat and um, how people in um, Nordic countries and in, in Northern hemisphere, how they survive and, you know, keep their health despite having less sunlight is through eating a lot of animal fat. Mm. So, you know, cheese, you know, fatty meats. Eggs, meat, eggs, fatty uh, fish. Fatty fish. Yeah. I mean, all the olive the, oil. Fatty fish come from the cold waters. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's animal fats have a lot of vitamin D. And another um, good way to get vitamin D, which is really cool, is um, mushrooms. Yeah. Mushrooms. Sunlight, right? Yeah. So mushrooms can absorb vitamin D if you turn them upside down. And it doesn't matter what hemisphere you live in because they're more sensitive than our skin is. And if you turn them upside down and leave them outside for like a day or, or half a day and then eat them, you'll, that's a way to get vitamin D. But what's interesting is that if you live below, I think it's like the 30th uh, parallel of latitude, which is around the latitude of LA. If you live anywhere above that, no matter what you do, you will not be able to get enough vitamin D unless it's the summer. So, so like you in New York City, it's yeah, got to be the so summer. So I'm making plans to move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we already had so but many I of just, you New Yorkers come down to Miami last yeah, few years. I don't, I don't know if we have more room. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so yeah. any anywhere north of LA, 
gotta wait really till the summer to yeah. get that vitamin yeah, D. Yeah, it's like around LA, but but and anywhere if you're below that, you're, you're all year round, you're good. Yeah, so like you know, in the winter, walking around, you're not going to be getting. And you know what else, Doctor Nasley? Um, there's a hormone in our body that actually blocks vitamin D production, even if it is the summer. That hormone is actually insulin. Mm. Those who have insulin resistance have low vitamin D levels no matter how much sun they get and how much mushrooms they eat because insulin high, I should say high insulin levels wow. actually blocks that first step from vitamin D getting produced. So oh, wow. another reason not to be insulin resistant. Unfortunately, most people are, but yeah. So yeah, you get all the sunshine you want and eat all the fish you want. But if you have high levels of insulin, you're still going to see low levels of vitamin D in your blood. It isn't until you dial that down that you'll see it go up. There's always that inverted relationship there. Is that even if they're on supplementation or medication for like diabetes medication? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because diabetes, well, it depends on the medication they're taking, right? But they're usually taking insulin, which is not going to help the problem here. Or they're taking something to force the glucose out, which is still not getting to the problem of high insulin levels. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's still if they're on medication, usually the problem still occurs. It isn't until you actually lower those endogenous insulin levels. And you could only do that by practicing keto, intermittent fasting, exercise, etc. You have to actually make the lifestyle changes. Unfortunately, you can't just take a drug to do it. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. It's sad. It is. It is. But that's our mission to, you know, educate people to help them. Under- hey, the body could adapt though. It could definitely lower those insulin levels. All right. Vitamin C, great from Whole Foods. Vitamin D, great, but get it from the sun. Most importantly, lower insulin levels. That's my tip. Quercetin and zinc. Thoughts on those? Um, yeah. So uh, same thing with zinc, even though it's really popular in a lot of cold remedies promising to make you better. Same thing. It's been studied and it doesn't work. Once you're sick. Once you're sick. Got it. But can um, it help to prevent? Yeah. It's a long-term as part of your daily routine. To boost that innate response? Yes. Okay. It's definitely good for you. And um, quercetin is interesting. So quercetin is um, anti-inflammatory. But quercetin is just, uh, yeah, it, it's tricky because if you take too much of it, again, it could be inflammatory is one of those things. But a good source of quercetin is red onions. Mm. So I definitely would incorporate that into my diet. And um, yeah, I'm a big fan of getting things from food when possible. Me too. So in this scenario, you would have like the ideal meal here, just based off of what you shared. You would have <laughs> some wild caught salmon with sautéed in mushrooms, olive oil, and, and and red onions. And then for dessert, you'd have a kiwi or an orange. What yeah. a great, amazing, immune-supporting meal, right? And even you could have some ice cream because it's like fatty. Well, so not, like whole, too much, not too much of it. Not, not, not too sugar. A lower sugar, like lower whole, sugar. Whole, whole milk sort of fatty ice cream. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. I love it. I have a final question for you. But before I get to the last question... You might know it because you listen to the podcast. You might know the last question. But before I get to that, just a reminder, if you want to get BioVenta products, go to the link down below in the podcast notes, the YouTube notes. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP to get it online. It's also available at most Publixes, CVS, Walgreens as well. And it's all over the place. Go get it. Stock up. Make sure you're preventative and you're not reactive, but you're proactive. Last question. The best place would be our website. Best place is your website. I agree. Second, second best Amazon. Second best is, oh yeah, I forgot Amazon. 
Vitamin G, gratitude. You know, speaking of the immune system, I believe vitamin G could help support that immune system. So it's uh, vitamin G is gratitude. And I want to ask you, Dr. Nasley, before you hop on a plane in a couple hours to go back to New York City, last question is, what are you grateful for? I'm just grateful to be able to help people with with uh, Biaventa. I'm, I'm grateful that I, you know, feel privileged to be able to spread the word and help make people healthy. Amen. Yeah, thank God for that. Because in a world where people are more aware of their immune system than ever before, like, thank God for your work and your products. And uh, I'm glad you exposed some of the dark side of uh, Tylenol and these other companies out there, because I agree, they do a lot more harm than good. Their marketing is great, but it's not necessarily helping you. So thank you, Dr. Nasley. We're going to put your information down below. Anywhere else you want them to go on social media to check you out? You were on Instagram. We're building up our YouTube. Um, Smart. Our website's really good. Our website has all the information that I talked about and um, links to scientific studies and peer-reviewed research. So, you know, you can fact check anything I said. Fact check it if you want to. We'll put that down below. We'll put her Instagram below. We'll put your YouTube down below. So go check it out. And uh, thank you for making the trip down to Miami. And I look forward to round two already. Okay, same. Likewise. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you had fun listening to Dr. Nasley. She's awesome. Uh, definitely get BioVanta products, stock up your pantry with them. It's always important to be proactive and not reactive and take it with you when you travel. I have been taking these products with me when I travel and it keeps my immune system on point so we could activate that first line of, of defense, the innate. So uh, yeah, I encourage you to go get the products. I put a link for her website, to get the products down below, the coupon code is KETOCAMP for a nice discount. You could also get it at CVS, Walgreens, Publix, Amazon, etc. Go follow them on social media. We'll put that down below. If you want to watch the video version of today's interview, that's on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash KETOCAMP. You can see our beautiful studio here in Miami, Florida. And leave the KETOCAMP podcast a rating and review if you have not done so already. Share this episode with a friend and go get your fat-burning keto recipes. They're cheap. They're easy to make, and I've handpicked every single ingredient for you to thrive on keto over at ketocamprecipes.com. I'll put a link for that down below. Have an amazing day. I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.